0: Hi everyone, Michelle Courage here from the Raise Your Vibe podcast where I share my channeled messages with you because they have helped me so much. I uh, I do automatic writing and um, through this way of disconnecting your brain, you can rely 100% on the fact that this is channeled and direct from your guides or whomever you are in contact with. Um, I believe it's just my guides that are communicating with me, my higher self. And um, yeah, so this morning I wanted to talk to you about understanding um, some of our biggest lessons as a humanity that we are here for. And um, how to, how, why and what, um, as my understanding is of what our higher selves and our other selves in other realms are gaining from this um, lifetime that we have here and how that links in. And I haven't quite pieced it all together, but uh, I do have a pretty good idea of what my guides are trying to um, relate to me. So, what I want to sh- uh, explain to you, I want to start off with a passage and just piece together a bits, a few bits of information that I have received over the years, um, which I've channeled and written down. So, <clears throat> one of the messages was, was, the unaffectedness you seek is and will be your biggest obstacle to overcome loving the person without allowing them to overstep your inner boundaries. Um, that I think is one of our biggest, biggest things to overcome to on our way into ascension, into um, owning our sovereignty. Um, um, the next part of this passage is where I gained a bit more information from them about what is actually happening when we are open to receiving and we're starting to communicate openly and our channels are open. And as you know, or you may not know, um, part of my work here on this planet is to help people to access into the galactic energies. And um, the way we do that is to start opening a clear channel. And one of the ways I do this is through um, guided meditations. So using my energy and my wording to explain to you to actually track into and open up into this um, uh, beautiful energy that we have. And mostly when you first start out, it's into the Pleiadian energy because the Pleiadians are the most amazing um, beings and their energy is just incredible. How, you know, how they are really understanding of what we're trying to go through and trying to achieve here. Um, They're the closest to us at the moment that have an understanding of what we're exactly, what we're going through. So the next part of the message was you are waking, working your way through this very well and we are gaining huge knowledge from you. Understand that because you are a clear conduit, Your transmission is received by many and for this learning to take place this way is very valuable as it happens in real time, which means that all your souls, in inverted commas, benefit from the learning at the same time. There is no delay. The delay comes when the individual is still asleep, in inverted commas, and therefore only gets transmitted when they pass over. This is the truth for many closed-off souls who are not awakened yet. The ripple effect of an awakened soul's learning and processing is profound for all, in inverted commas, involved, direct souls, as well as the guides and connected beings. We see how you react and then process openly. The transmission is like a live show we are watching. We see how you react, process and then evaluate. It is a wonderful way for us to process and learn. Now, I do want to talk just a quick side sideways. I want to talk about the fact that <clears throat> here in this passage, we are seeing that they, our guides, our um, selves, our higher selves, our, you know, they are learning from us as we as we live through all these emotions so we are helping their ascension as well because they want to more deeply understand the process of going through because remember we feel things intensely on this planet in this realm Um, and that understanding of how to navigate these feelings these feelings are is what makes us um, so brave as starseeds to have undertaken the mission to come down and actually experience this and then relay these messages back. This may be quite a stretch for your imagination but please just be open to it and if you don't resonate that's all good and if you have other um, other uh, sort of uh, thoughts That's fine, but be open to this. Um, This is what I've channeled, so I believe this is my truth. Um, So, yeah, so carrying on with the message, your love of any being always shines through, often to your own detriment. And I think this is what happens with people on this planet um, who will love someone or a family being or friend or whoever will will always see that beautiful. And empaths are like this, very much so. They will see the the beautiful uh, potential of this person. And when they disappoint them and they are not living um, up to their highest potential, um, it's very hard to stay neutral. Because we are such emotional beings. We've come in and when you're awake, you are super switched on, especially in the beginning. Um, super switched on to uh, all emotion. But it is something that we need to master. So you, lo- your love of any being always shines through often to your own detriment. And this is why we watch you keenly, for this is profound learning. Love is the key. Strength is the bond for self. So I believe that we have got to, well, we don't have to, we have to rise up into that feeling of absolute love and compassion while still remaining intact with one's uh, sovereignty And I always liken it to sort of like a a higher, like a queen, you know. A a queen is not going to bend down and lower herself and get embroiled in the palace's, um, you know, gossip and stuff. She knows where she is. She knows who she is. And she has compassion for her subjects. But she is absolutely understanding of the fact that she has a role here and she has... um, responsibility uh, to her people to be strong. Um, So, carrying on with the passage, remember that by allowing the feelings to surface, you are able to process so much quicker. So, in other words, you are allowed to experience the grief. You're allowed to experience the loss. You're allowed to experience the anger and whatever feeling that comes up. But it, it needs to... Um, be experienced and then released. So um, I want to read another part of a passage, which is life on this plane can have a profound effect on emotions. And you are a very emotional being, but here I have managed to channel these emotions and harness them before they gallop away and cause chaos. For many, this is a lesson never learned and therefore they repeat this lesson lifetime after lifetime. So I do believe that we are programmed to care and be seen to be absolutely loving and caring and there is an expectation that um, this is your duty. And I believe, rightly or wrongly, this is my truth, that emotional bondage is not going to help you to move into your highest potential. So you may care about the husband who is on a self-destructive path. You may love him still, but you have enough of your own self-love to not want to be part of that self-destruction and go through it with him and hold his hand. And this is just an analogy. Um, Through this, um, where you lose who you are and you lose your whole essence of self. So, it's a very tricky one to navigate. Um, It takes a a certain amount of strength to go through something like that. Watching a friend losing someone (coughs) and not climbing into the grief with them um, is... A very, it takes a, a lot of strength and courage because there will be judgment. There will be judgment. So, yeah, so carrying on, it says, Your lessons around neediness and people is one you have done well in this lifetime, for this was one of your objectives. So, in other words, it's confirming that we definitely have objectives when we come down for this lifetime that we would like to overcome and put certain obstacles will come into our our life for us to overcome these and obviously one of mine was the less the lessons around neediness and people um, is one that I wanted to overcome to um, be less of a, a complete empath and and even I've seen previous lifetimes of me where I have given up um, a dream to follow um, what the expectation was from me uh, of me so carrying on with the passage for this was a one of your objectives to be unattached while still loving the person so much so that you could still be objective about their behavior and not take what they did to heart which in the past would slow you down tremendously so that is in the past in my previous lives and I've seen those lifetimes um and yeah you know not a great um, uh, ending uh, for me in those lifetimes because of the path that I chose, and but understand the, the understanding was coming through in the learning. So your understanding of their limitations and at times for you frustrating that they are not able to love unconditionally is a great lesson One that has been able to, we have been able to observe through you keenly. So again, the mention of them watching us, um, and I believe that's our higher selves. I believe we have um, ascended selves in the Pleiades, in the Andromeda, uh, Andromeda, in, uh, you know, uh, in all these different realms, we—I've—I've I've read somewhere that it, we have about twelve. Um, our soul can split into twelve uh, different um, uh, sort of lifetimes, um, r- and not just on Earth, obviously, in different uh, galaxies. And I'm still trying to piece it all together because, obviously, um, you know, I will get the messages as and when I need them on for this lifetime. Um, but, yeah, it's a really interesting concept that, number one, we have to be absolutely love-compassionate but unattached to this um, so that it, it doesn't pull us down or drag us down or we lose ourselves. And then also the learning and the understanding that we are relaying in real time 100% what has happened. You know, um, they are learning from us at that time. So that was my little sharing today. I think I have shared something like this in the past. Um, but I just thought it was really, really poignant today to point out as we're starting to open up into these galaxies, um, you know, and people are saying, oh, I'm a Pleiadian, I'm a Lemurian. Yes, you are. But you—that that is a self of yours that may have been living a life there. Um, and remember, then we throw in this real time um, that we're all living this concurrently and all these lives are concurrent and then it just gets Um, mind-blowing so I'll leave you on that mind-blowing note Um, have a super super day it's February in Wellington here in New Zealand and um, that is the best month this is our summer in Wellington we get um, a few more days in a row where the sun is out the sun is shining and as that normal saying is Uh, You can't beat Wellington on a good day. It's a pretty, pretty special place when it's a good day. But there's not that many of them. So we really enjoy them and thoroughly um, use the opportunity to go out into nature and um, on a good day, you can see Wellington is full of People out there taking advantage. So pop out there today, take advantage of this beautiful weather. I know my friends and I did a trip into the Kaitoki National Park. Well, I don't even know if it's a national park. It's just a park. Um, the most magical place. It's uh, where the scenes from Rivendell in the um, Lord of the Rings uh, film uh, sets uh, were filmed and very fairy-like, definitely lots of fairies in that area and um, very, very beautiful elemental realm there. Uh, very opened up into that and if you go and sit quietly in the forest there, which we did with our cacao, um, we had an absolute magical time. Um, there's li- there was light language. I'm going to try and post that onto my page as a post, just a little bit short excerpt. The, 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 the sort of forest noises were deafening, but in the background you could probably hear one or two of my friends doing light language there. So that was amazing, incredible. The dragons came with me as well, um, but the dragons are very respectful of the elemental and fairy realms. So because of their power, and um, so they sort of as we went into the sort of it was like almost like a bit of a portal. They hung back, um, allowing the the other energies to come in, which was fabulous and really uh, beautiful. Um, But while I was there, I did use um, and ask the dragons to clear the beautiful river that runs through that area as well. So they were doing quite a bit of clearing work. And of course, I asked the earth dragon to come in and clear. There was not a lot of clearing necessary, but yes, a little bit of clearing um, in the specific area where the um, uh, place of where this, the film set was, there was a bit of clearing um, needed in there because people come in and leave their energies there into the earth. And um, there's been a lot of traffic through there because obviously it gets a lot of tourists coming through. So definitely a little bit of clearing was necessary. And, in you know, the Earth Dragon uses, the Earth Dragon energy is an energy that clears ley lines uh, within the earth. So on that woo hoo note, I will leave you for real this time, and I will chat to you soon in another episode. Um, and as always, if this interests you and you really uh, enjoyed it, please share it. I really appreciate that. Um, so somebody else can benefit from the messages that I've received to raise their vibration. Um, share it and if you really love an episode it would be fabulous to write a review and put a a, put a a, a review in for me so uh, chat to you soon